We open on a single box TV as it clicks through dozens of channels. Each one it stops on is either a homeless person at a gas station, a waiting room in a rehab clinic, or a radio outside a self-help group meeting. The same ad plays through each one cut only by the TV channel clicks. Hi, I know they're telling you that it's all your fault, or that there is nothing you can do, that you're just this way, you're just too unfortunate. But if you're listening, I want you to know that there can be more to you, wherever you're at in your journey. If you want to start over, you can. If you're looking down the road and seeing nothing ahead, I encourage you to imagine a little sign that says, you are welcome here. Friend, I'm here to tell you that you are. If you can make your way here, we will take you in with loving arms and open hearts. If you can't, if you don't have a ride, or you need a little help walking, don't worry. Just wish for us to be there, and we'll come get you. The TV statics out and turns off with a click. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Neighbors, an actual play podcast of Monster of the Week by the spectacular Mike Sands. I am your host, Lee, uh, and I don't remember my the usual additional parts of my spiel, uh, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? <laughs> I feel like you say that every week, so I think yeah. that is your usual <laughs> spiel at this point. Have you, have you ever written it down? I did at the beginning, and I will not read it again. I, I'm doing great. I do want to fight Mike Sands in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. His brain is too big and glorious and awesome, and uh, I I think he needs to be knocked down a few pegs. I want to, like, Klingon, Batleth, battle him at a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And then we can have some hash browns with culotta. I want to be assigned tags. <laughs> Am I am I am I mysterious? Am I mm. sharp? What am I? I? I genuinely love you, Mike Sands. I would I would never fight you uh, for realsies. O- only for honor. <clears throat> All right. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to to shout out or, or say before we get into it? Uh, just that uh, a friend of ours made me promise that I'd shout out uh, the hit new TV show Milf Manor on TLC. Don't watch it. (laughs) But I am bound by friendship. Uh, So, Milf Manor every Monday, get there. More of a PSA then, huh? (laughs) The the Milf Manor really was the listeners we lost along the way, wasn't it? If the M stands for monster, then you've come to the right place. It's a better show. A better world. (laughs) <laughs> Matt, anything you wanna you wanna pop in here that's maybe not about milfs? <laughs> You're uh, muted. muted. It was about milfs, wasn't it's all, it? It's all milf all the time, baby. <laughs> no, I was just happy listening to y'all talk about milfs. I thought you were like a conscientious objector <laughs> to this sort of conversation. Every week, every week within the first like. Three Matt, minutes. Matt moved to Canada so he wouldn't have to fight in the Great Milf War. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to shout out our Patreon. You should give us money. Classic. Ah, a real shout out. 
then without further ado, let's get into it. It's been a couple of days, but only a few, since the great holiday world fire. Uh, <laughs> serious circumstances in Santa Claus, Indiana. And we are at a truck stop, a notable uh, distance away, still in Indiana. Getting gas, getting food, uh, you know, the usual sorts of things you do at, at a gas stop. When... Dale, as you're paying for gas, there's a little brochure uh, sitting beside the on, on the sort of counter beside the cashier's desk here that uh, talks about the Nash family cabins, uh, which is like this little rental place uh, near a, a lake not too far away. How are y'all doing? Dale's definitely still pretty bandaged up, but um, I think he's clearly pretty tired he's got like a full large espresso cup of just espresso not not like an americana uh, nice i think whistler has been inside of the van trying to just not necessarily slip back into their old role or ruse or anything uh but it's a little bit more comfortable interfacing like with the vehicle, as opposed to just being a spectral form hanging out in the seat. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. Uh, Lucas has probably been extra buried in tech lately, especially since the uh, larger of the uh, two monsters, Lucas was pretty ineffective at dealing with. Makes sense. And has just been buried in tech where they feel powerful. Quincy's doing great. Uh, they've been humming and kind of singing a lot to themselves. Uh, I think uh, they've been trying to encourage the team a lot. Uh, you know, we kind of did get our asses handed to us, but uh, Quincy's been telling lots of delightful, old-timey war stories. No one... No one's quite sure what war Quincy is talking about. <laughs> it um, just says the war. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, pulling pulling young Lucas aside and telling telling survival stories or pulling Dale aside and, and you know, talking about uh, battle tactics and, you know, asking questions about the Grave Watch. Quincy's just been doing great. They're a little weirded out by Whistler, I think. Um, but, like, they're they're too prideful to show it so they're they're also trying to get whistler in on the mix now that they know whistler's like a person, person. yeah yeah makes perfect sense uh seems like everyone's doing moderately better than where they left it the news reports the the fire on a couple different places uh but noticeably the strange weather patterns have stopped but there is uh no shortage of like media on this place because of the fire so in terms of like how much money has been lost is not exactly equated or, or, or acknowledged in this scenario for any number of reasons more importantly uh dale you have this little brochure uh this may be like the one single hint at what your your sister was talking about when she left you that clue in the, the like nutcracker message does it have an address on it it do yeah 
the Grave Watch, though it is also a security company, we know that uh, they have like a number of other like small things here and there to kind of be able to pay their employees. Yeah. Because you can't exactly report like, yeah, we fight ghosts to to the IRS. And this is just kind of one of those places. Mm-hmm. Dale's going to snatch up the, the brochure, finish paying for gas, uh, and then head on back out to the little convoy they've got gassing up outside. Sounds good. Uh, everyone who, who's been waiting outside, yeah, Dale uh, leaves the gas station. All right, y'all. Um, does anybody else have any leads for anything? I don't. I don't want to, you know, take up everybody's time. But if if y'all ain't got nothing, need a place to rest. We do have some family nearby. I wouldn't mind swinging by, seeing what they've got to say. Any intel, anything like that. Works for me. Before we go, can you do me a huge favor? Depends. If I give you 20 bucks, will you go inside and buy me a pack of beer? They won't sell to me. Yeah, sure. For like a computer thing? For a drinking thing while I'm working on the computer. All right. (laughs) Whatever whatever gets the juices flowing, I guess. Would you like any snuff, young Lucas? I have some (laughs) snuff. I don't think anybody's called it snuff in a long time, but, uh, maybe later. You're tragically behind the times, my friend. The youth these days partake of the Mary Jane when they want to relax. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucas bursts into flames. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, you buy Lucas' little case of beer, I guess. Uh... It's amazing to me that Lucas doesn't have a fake, but that's great. <laughs> they confiscated have... it again. Uh, that's great. Hey, hey, kids, just so you know, if you're under 21, drinking's really fucking cool, and you should do it. <laughs> and demonetized. We've None of us have ever had drinks below 21. Responsibly, do it responsibly. Don't, like, do it and drive. That's bad. But, like, if you're at a party, have a beer. Responsibly. Responsibly. And you head out. The the National McCabins are up on a, a sort of ridge, uh, not 20, 30 miles outside of uh, where you're at now. And uh, if you've ever seen, like, you know, campsites, it's it's like... You know, sweet corn and, and stuff like that. Uh, and this one's just has to be called Nash Family Cabin Campground. There's cabins that are here. There's a bunch of different places that you can stay. Uh, but uh, when you arrive, there's someone that works the front desk. And there's only one cabin that is left. Uh, uh, or No one's using it because they intentionally do that for family members to come through. Mm. All right. Uh, I'll rock up to the empty cabin. And uh, see if there's anybody already in residence. The the only noticeable sign that someone might have been there is that there is an old, dirty car that uh, seems <laughs> out, of, out of disuse. <laughs> uh, seems unused. Maybe it's been sitting there for a little while. It's sunk would into the, the, the grass a little bit. Would the keys happen to be with it? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> that's not important. Yeah. They'll flip down the little visor if, it's, if it looks like no one's touched it in a while. 
it's it's uh, definitely like a just a personal vehicle that someone just hasn't used. Uh, but all of the like identifying details have been removed from it. There's no like title. There's no uh, like registration or anything inside. That um, is not necessarily uncommon. Sometimes the <laughs> wire does stuff like this all the time. Yeah. Could come in handy should we need another sort of vehicle. But huh. Oh well. Let's get set up. See if we can't find uh, the Nashes. Ask some questions. Uh, you pop in. It's all through like key cards, and you can use your company ID to get inside. And this cabin looks like a cabin. So if anyone were to like look through the windows, it's it would look like itself, right? There's uh, two beds. There's a fireplace. There's a number of chairs. There's a kitchenette. There's a bathroom. There's a, this would be just a normal place that you could post up if you needed to just like rest for a little while. But the Nash family are all doctors. Uh, you know that they you know should have like medical equipment and supplies to help get you patched up. Uh, and it doesn't seem like anything uh, in this building here has that. There's like a little first aid kit in the bathroom, but that's normal. Dale? Yeah. Dale? Yeah? Dale? What's up? I don't understand this coffee pot. Why? What? What? what, Where, what a, where's, where's, where's the filter? Where's, where's the coffee go? What are these, I, what are these little plastic barrels? What am I supposed to do with this? Oh, here's the percolator oh. straw. <laughs> Look, uh, so you put the barrel thing in it. And then it's like, you know, like you lock it in and it just makes one cup. It's just pre-portioned. It's not. What What the fuck am I going to do with one cup, Dale? I don't know. It makes. Look, I, I don't usually one use one individual kinds of cup of coffee. Yes. And it, it does taste like cardboard, but. This, this, we can't stay here too long. This isn't going to do. I agree. Let's, let's find the ashes and see if we can't. Find what we came here for. <sighs> the uh, the person at the front desk doesn't know where they would be, uh, but there is a uh, a cellar out back, and none of the other cabins have cellars, which you could easily figure out. Like, hey, it's probably the thing they're doing. Is the cellar locked? Mm-hmm. It's one of those double door, like thick steel door cellars. Cellar door things. And uh, hey, same, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, hey Whistler, you want to do your little spookily dookily thing? Peek your peek your head through. I don't know. Is that uncomfortable for you? Does that does feel? What does it feel like when you face through? I have a list of questions, by the way, and I will be asking them throughout. How does it feel when you go through stuff? Is it good? Is it bad? It feels like much everything else these days, like nothing, and. Uh, Whistler, uh, once they feel like the coast is clear, I suppose, it feels like it's really just us chickens out here. Yeah, yeah. Every um, campground or cabin is surrounded by, like, trees. Yeah. Uh, pops out of the phone and then just kind of walks over to the cellar and just leans down and sticks their head through it. Uh, yeah. The lights are off, but there's, like, a thin, uh, or, like, kind of blue, maybe, screen in the back of the room. Uh, it's, it's quite sizable under here. Uh, but as far as uh, people, there's definitely no one inside. Uh, they pop back out. The coast is clear. Um, were you expecting to see people inside of the cellar? 
I don't know, man. Nash should be around here somewhere. And besides that, Britt's message said that there was, you know, some something someone need help, some something like that. You know what I mean? Like what's should be something here at least. If you don't have a key, I suppose I'll look inside the cellar for one. Does my key card work on this as well, or is it like a padlock? Yeah, there's a little bing bing. Oh, there's okay. a lot of trust in the uh, in the the families. Mm -hmm. Like any family could, in theory, go anywhere. Mm. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can't find out where everybody is. There's a chink. Doors uh, open. You hit the lights, and though you might expect a sort of uh, super spy-esque, like, oh, uh, you know, beeping computers, chrome everywhere, it's not like that at all. It It's uh, a lot more, like, wood and, and a kind of blue collary. It still looks like a doctor's office. Um, so you see, like, the bed with the, the, the you know, the rails on the side for, like, a, a, a patient to be staying here, a computer that de uh, designates vitals uh, and, and all of that stuff. But more notably... Uh, someone has definitely been staying here. Like, the, the paper that would normally go on top of the thing has been ripped. Hmm. <sighs> uh, I think Whistler would like to jump into the computer. Yeah. And, and poke around in them, their files. See what whoever's been staying here has been using the computer for uh, recently. Go ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead and give me an investigative mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to help with that. By all means. Okay, I got a nine total. How did the help? Uh, I got a ten. Perfect. On my yeah. help. So bring it up to two questions. All right. Um, what happened here? So, um, the most important thing is that the login that came through, everyone gets like a little code number, uh, but the person that has been using it, his name is Brittany. And the patient's name is Mark. And that Mark has uh, been in, it seems like, like really fluctuating position. Like vitals have been uh, reading really poorly, then really good, then really poorly, then really good. And then disappeared for a little while. Like they stopped taking measurements, came back, stabilized. Like the, yesterday, their condition was fine. Um... Is this computer only used for, like, medical purposes? Seems to be. Okay. Um, can uh, I ask the question, then, what can hurt it uh, in regards to what they were being treated for? More of a what has hurt it? Mm. I think you could you could catch that very simply in what happened here as well. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Mark was definitely sick. Uh Mark had some uh, thing where his heart rate slowed to almost non-existent and then would start up again. Really, really high iron deficiency, then re-regulates. Uh, Mark has some, and, and by the fact that he is stabilized, like people shouldn't survive that. And the fact that he's alive right now means that he is like a supernatural disease. Definitely relay all of that information to the gang. Ah. Well, Brit and Mark are together? That's rare. So, young Lucas, when I finish this, 
strongly worded letter to Mr. Keurig. You'll be able to send it through the electronic mail, correct? Yeah, we, we can email it to Keurig customer support. They, do, they, they have a feedback form. They, I want it brought to Mr. Keurig directly. You let them know. I will be sure that they know what they do is up to them. One individual cup of coffee. My God. Uh, Mark and Britt are together. Huh? Yes, that is interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Clearly, we have a mystery afoot. <laughs> Does it say where they went? Uh, doesn't seem to. Oh, the only uh, difference is uh, the uh, the day that Mark got back and has stabilized, Mark checked himself in. Hmm. Is he a werewolf? Not... No. Um... <sighs> Look, uh... I, I ain't gonna lie to you, I ain't gonna hide shit, because I, I would hope that y'all would do the same. Ah... Uh... Mark, a while back, well, uh... We got attacked, uh... I don't really know how to say it, but the dead rose bit Mark. He's been struggling with that ever since. Sounds more akin to vampirism than lycanthropy. Yeah, something like that. Or some Romero shit. The yeah. dead ro rose? Like, like a flower? No, not quite. This phenomenon cannot possibly be surprising to you, dear Quincy. The, no, I think I just misheard you. Hit, run that by me again, Constable Dale. We had a traitor in our ranks. They unleashed something that brought the bodies of the dead back. Oh. Some semblance of life. Rose as in risen. Not roses in the... Okay, I'm tracking. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm still really muffed up about the coffee pot. Uh, but yes, I'm following you now. Yes, you don't yeah. have to... No one's going to make you use it, you. I just... I, I like a full pot, you know? I like a lot of... I need a lot of coffee. But it's fine. It's fine. We're dealing with the undead. Yes, I'm, I'm on board. I scarcely have the heart to tell you that the uh, the K-Cups aren't even particularly economic, either. It, it's more expensive. And they're bad for the environment. I'll be right back, alright? Everyone hold this thought. I'll be right back. Uh, and Quincy leaves, and you hear, like, some smashing sounds. And uh, a couple, like, motherfuckers! Um... And then uh, you hear some glass shattering, oh and uh, and then Quincy like comes back and is like, "All right, where were we?" Uh, do you have a number for Mark that you could just call? Uh, we we drop phones so fast; it's hard for any one of us to keep in touch directly. A lot of it's done through families. I could see if I'm able to get a current number, but usually these things cost a favor. 
Uh, I'd like to take a look at that computer and see if there's any sort of identifying information involved with Mark, any sort of phone number, email that was, like, in the form that they uh, checked themselves in with. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what would that be? That's a mystery. Quite and simple. And, uh, Gordon, sounds like you're about to use deal with the agency. Perhaps, if... Yeah, by all means. Do we do we want to do that? Because it's a, it can bring up some mighty difficult things if I... I, I have two I... questions for you, Dale, before we do that. But let's let's uh, hear from young Lucas. Yeah. Uh, I think I broke the computer, guys. God damn it. Uh, so you, I assume it's a failure? Snake eyes. Snake oh. eyes. Uh, you start trying to access the personal information and the computer blue screens with a thin silver line in the middle and says, access denied. Protected by the wire. I love that, Shao. I think that uh, Whistler is like forcibly shunted from the computer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and winces. And then just sort of meekly uh, uh, kind of transfers back into Dale's phone. Warn someone next time. Sorry. Dale, two two quick questions. Go for it, Q. Question one. Was the th- traitor uh, found? Do you still have this Benedict Arnold in your organization? We know who did it. Okay. Are, they're still at large, though? I've been looking for them. They've not been apprehended? I mean... If you see him, be sure to let me know. Uh, but haven't been able to catch up to him yet. Qu- question, question two. Uh, was Mark? Yeah. Mark, Mark. Was was Mark uh, being supervised? Uh, other than just checking himself in here. I don't know. Honestly, it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen them. Oh, how long has it been? A few years. Oh, so he, th- this isn't a recent development. He's been... Uh, no, this is since before my deployment. Mark's okay. been trying to treat himself as far as I know. He's trying to figure it out, but... Last I heard, it was getting a little worse. Well, that Young Lucas, could you use your knowledge of arcanics to... Try to view this place from another point in time? Uh, uh probably. Uh, let me, let me, uh, when specifically do you want me to look? Do you want me to look at, like, when they left or something? Or do you want to try to call your friends in the agency first? Hmm. I'll, uh, I'll give him a call. I think it's time they kind of tell me what the fuck's going on with these guys. Okay. Dale's going to step out of the cellar for a bit. Pull out yeah. his burner phone. Okay. That whistler's still on, I think. <laughs> I'm going to take oh. this outside. <laughs> oh, I can. Here. Do you want me to... 
I can get out of the... Nah, I mean... I ain't the best at dealing with higher-ups. Might need the help. Sure. Blink. I'm gonna call my contact. Sure. You place a call, and when you do, uh, the first thing you get is the sound of someone saying, Operator. And you also hear the sound of, like, people eating in the background and, like, placing orders. Like, the operator's 100% in a diner. Mm. So Agent Dale Kent of the McIntyre family. I'm needing some info. Absolutely, absolutely. Good to hear from you again. How, what can we do for you? I need to contact another agent of the McIntyre family. Oh, yeah, sure. Who do you, uh, who do you need? My brother, Mark. One second. Uh, no, no, no number is listed. Shit. My sister, Britt? Roll me deal with the agency. Say that. That is an eight minus one is a seven. Can you read what that does for me? Give the agency on a seven to nine. Things aren't so great. You might get chewed out by your superiors and there'll be fallout, but, we get, but you get what you need for the job. Okay. The call ends, which is relatively normal mm -hmm. when, they, when they do things like this. When you, uh, your phone rings again, <clears throat> get a hello as if you just called them but they've definitely been the one that called you Brit? Dale Dale what are you doing calling me <laughs> I, I, I um I'm I'm with I'm sorry I'm I'm at the Nash cabins I, I just was at is Mark still Indiana. there Mark no I think he left about a day ago fuck where are you? Do you have any sign where Mark went? Not yet. I was hoping that you would. Okay. Um, th there's, there's a place in Tennessee. Mark keeps trying to get there. He's obsessed with the place. Um, it's called the Grove. I picked him up outside of it. He fought like hell to get me, to stop me from bringing him here. The Grove? What the hell's that? I... I'm, I'm a little busy right now, Mark. And Dale, can can you check on can you check on Mark? I mean, yeah, I'll find him. Um, what are you busy with? Maybe I can help. I got your Spock thing. Isn't that good? Hold on to that. I will. Don't worry. Do you have the globe? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fighting a losing battle, Dale. Are you okay, Britt? Mom and Dad have not got back together. Shit. How long has it been this time? I don't know if they're going to get back together this time. What? Find Mark. Keep that globe safe. 
I will. I hope I see you soon. Me too. And you, in the background, you're gonna call it. I love you. All right, I'm gonna like take a second and like compose myself. Oh. Hey, Whistler, all that feel of nothing sounds pretty good right about now. Oh, Dale. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. Shall we rejoin our friends? Guess so. You do so. Any of y'all ever heard of a place called The Grove? It's in Tennessee. Doesn't ring any bells for me, but y'all have some weird-ass connections. So, I was wondering if y'all had heard. Uh, Lee, do I know about The Grove? Uh, just make me a straight, sharp check. Uh, that'll be a four. No idea. Uh, I'd like to use net friends to see if they have any information on this grove. Yeah. Uh, that is a nine. Uh, they're prepared to help, but it's either going to take some time or you're going to have to do part of it myself. And essentially I'm asking around like, uh, uh, magical forums and stuff if if this place rings a bell for anyone. I think we're going to go with you. there's a part of it you're going to have to do yourself uh, where they, uh, all people can give you is like a link to a sort of a, a happy web page where the Grove is listed as an intentional community. Uh, and there's like a bunch of pictures of people looking happy there. Uh, and it gives you, like, an address and stuff. But what it is and what they do there is uh, not described. Uh, I pass around my phone. So this is all the information I got on the place. Oh, how very unculty. Is there a contacts page on it? They don't use technology beyond this point, it seems like. There's no way to call them. There's no emails. Mm. It just says, come here. Because they'd rather meet you in person. Mm. All right. I'll say we take that car out front. Start our own little convoy. Yeah, okay. Or maybe, Lucas, if you can see another space, could you try to see if maybe you could find my brother there? We have no. We know where it is. Hack into their, uh, or if they don't have, they don't have cameras. So I guess we can't do that. But yeah, they don't need cameras. Uh, I would like to observe another place and try to observe that address. Go for it. Uh, that is in eleven. Okay. So I, I think what it looks like is I bring up like uh almost like a Google Maps app 
and I uh, put in a bit of uh, script, and the map turns from its normal, like, blue and white and pretty to this, like, distorted red and black, almost like you're looking at a virtual boy. Okay. What is a virtual boy? <laughs> it is a failed Nintendo system from the late 90s where it was their first attempt at 3D uh, but it wound up giving people uh, severe headaches panic attacks because the only colors that worked with it were red and black and you essentially had to like put your face into almost a pair of binoculars to use it weird so okay. it, it was scary to look at even so it uh. is this like scary red and black version of where we're trying to look at. Hey, Matt, when you prepared for this character, did you just look up a list of cursed technology? <laughs> no, this is, stuff, this is just stuff that I knew already. <laughs> of course, of course. We see through your, I guess, virtual boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> With my boy vision! <laughs> uh, in a sort of, I guess, eight bit. Am I, if I'm hearing that correctly, and I'm understanding the scene, uh, this it was uh, it was sixteen bit, but sixteen bit. Uh, 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 landscape of like a a paved road passing by trees and fields, uh, up until it hits a dead end, where we see uh, again in bit form. Uh, an archway of branches and ivy and flowers and a sign above it that says uh, uh, the grove, welcome home. And uh, if you scroll through down into a dirt road trailway, you can see on this grand horizon dozens and dozens of tents and cabins and cars. So that technology thing was definitely a lie. Beyond that point, I would need an investigative mystery. Uh, since we're all able to look into it, does anybody else want to try for the investigative mystery? Since I've been doing a lot of rolling. Sure. Oh, nope. That's that's a failure. Uh, Is it a as you failure or helpable failure? Uh, a five. So it's like a two-part help necessary. I'll help. I'll help too. I like the idea that when Dash goes in, they appear like a sprite in the game. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I got a seven, so we're up to a six. I got an 11. Okay. So that brings us up to a seven. Uh, you are saved. Uh, but, uh, Lucas, you expose yourself to danger. What do you do that uh, might catch either whatever group is here or through your magic use? Uh, uh, lead someone to you a little bit closer. I think uh, out of the corner of the Virtual Boy, like, screen, there is a security camera that uh, spots my avatar and a little 16-bit uh, exclamation mark appears above it, signifying that it saw me. Perfect. I love that. Okay. Also, I just sent a thing about the Virtual Boy into uh, the Discord. Uh, thank you. Boy. If any of you want to see what the heck, uh... Oh. Oh, I, I see what you it mean. immediately. But... It's fucked up. It's like on a tripod. 
Whoa. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, what is your question? <laughs> um can we do where did it go in regards to mark yeah like is uh, he here so when you uh start searching through the the files here of like uh i'm sure dale has given you like a description of what mark looks like as you do uh search through this place uh you don't find mark but mark had a car and mark's car is here okay Something. And then you flip out. <sighs> well, I I suppose we're going to Tennessee then. All right. I guess Keanu Reeves lives for another day. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I have to deal with that at some point. <laughs> Just kind of quietly know Keanu Reeves is a vampire in the background. <laughs> Time to uh. Go be heroes. Time to help our friends. Hell yeah. Yeah. When you step out of the basement, lock it up and, and wrap around the front, uh, there is a black like van that's waiting for you outside. And standing outside of it is this like six, six, four, like very tall, uh, a uh, trans woman, she's bald. Uh, she has these, like, hoop earrings and, like, you know that type where it's, like, hoop earrings, high turtleneck uh, with uh, uh, suspenders and some kind of older-timey pants going on where they flare at the end. And she's sitting there examining Quincy's car with uh, a notepad and taking pictures of it. And uh, she says, uh, Hello. Hope you all are having a lovely day. Who's Karen? You know, I've had better. Ah, I can imagine. Something we can help you with. This belonged to a Woodford. A Woodford? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, does anyone know uh, a wood? A, a, what was that? A wood? A wood? A wood? A, a wood? What? Uh. I'm uh I'm an auditor from the IRS. I'm looking for a Quincy Woodford. Don't don't think I know anyone. Uh, hmm. does that ring a bell to, to any anyone here? My name's Dale Kent. Hi, Dale Kent. Pleasure to meet you. She does not shake your oh. hand or anything like that. Wood Woodford. Oh, that that's that's uh an associate of ours. They. Ran off to get coffee. They said that they would be right back. Romy manipulated person. They, they, they had a severe issue with the single cup maker in the room that we had. Uh, seven plus charm nine. You've been a pretty bad liar so far. Uh, so when you say this, something I'm going to need you to do to convince me is like, I need to see some, like, tangible evidence that you are someone else. And in a way that's not super suspicious. If you're like, look at me with my ID. Um, I don't know how I would prove that I'm someone else. Um, if you can't, you can't. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think I can prove that I'm someone else uh, in in some sort of strong way, uh, other than like using words. And I think I think this requires like an action, right? Yeah, it requires action. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got nothing there. That's okay. Could someone named Quincy do this, and then you could do like a sick. <laughs> Uh, Backflip. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nope. Uh, there's a, a long pause. She taps her pen against her notebook and says, uh, "If you all would excuse me, I would like to have a, a, a word with with uh, Woodford here." Oh, and I push young Lucas forward. I'm like, "Oh, oh so, sorry, Quincy. She's got you found out." <sighs> I promise this isn't a threat. I just have some questions about some things. Um. All right, Quincy will go forward. I can see that there's no fooling you. She smiles. And uh, she kind of like looks at you, kind of waiting for you to do something to offer privacy. Uh, all uh, right, I'll go with the truck. Yeah. Uh, Lee, uh, I rolled for uh, telekinesis. Uh, can her van just sort of start rolling away back down the driveway, please? Uh, so you want to like take off the park? <laughs> yeah, I basically just want to distract her. <laughs> uh, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 10, so. Uh, something bigger than a person and sure. uh, suffer one less harm. Uh, it starts rolling back. It's not a great slope, so it'll take a second, but she looks over and goes, oh, one moment. Or, uh, uh, Quincy, if you'd like to just join me in the car, that's also fine. Gets Goes and gets in the driver's seat, or like starts heading towards the driver's seat. Can I see some identification? Yeah, of course. Again, for privacy reasons, as this is related to tax auditing, if you wouldn't mind... Motions to the rest of you to leave. I mean, I'm Whistler is with Dale effectively yeah, in the sure. phone. Uh, I was gonna. I think Dale's gonna walk up, and he's gonna try to surreptitiously call Lucas on the phone, and then be like, "Here, Q. Here's your phone back," and then hand the phone with Whistler on it to Quincy before heading. Roll me actor under pressure to do this slyly. You've already acted suspicious enough. I think that like her like curiosity is like, huh, something's going on. I just really want to know if this is like a secret agent thing or if uh, an antagonist for us is truly going to be the IRS. <laughs> that is also very <laughs> I rolled a 14. 14. Uh, she just seems sort of like, come on, can you can we get this moving? Uh, <laughs> As you give oh. her, uh, if you give, um, not her, you give Quincy the phone, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, my my cellular phone. Thank you. Oh, that band's picking up speed down the hill, but I might want to catch it. <laughs> little jaunt and jog. <laughs> she, she goes to go get in the front seat right. and hit the we, emergency brake. We get in the car. <clears throat> uh, you get in the car, and uh, she snaps and the windshield uh, darkens. 
and uh, she pulls down the uh, like the mirrors or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and she grabs from a little pocket inside uh, a tube of lipstick, and as she applies it, uh, we get a very clear image, and we remember uh, a, a quick flashback. Quincy, the, the woman who grabbed your hand and as you woke up for your first day and spun you into a dance is this woman. And she look, looks in the rearview mirror, looks in the side mirrors, and she says, Isn't it fell weather? Uh, in another place, yes. Another time, then? I uh, thought I'd check in after whatever that incident was. When you say check in, does that mean you can go back? Are you here now? I am here right now. Uh, I think you, you have something of mine. There's a, a little ball I left at uh, the amusement park. Yes, I, I am in possession of uh, something like that. Uh, Can I have it back? I don't know. I kind of like it. So do I. What's in it for me? What do you want? I want to go home. So do I. As far as I can tell, though, you can't. So, I I really don't know how we're going to make this work, Lindsay. If I got there once, there has to be a way for me to get there again. I mean, as regrettable as it is, eventually, the place does reject you if you don't become one of us. And you didn't. So, I don't know if if that's in the cards for you. That's not fair. It isn't. It isn't. I know it isn't. I might know a way, but it's going to require a little bit of effort, Quincy. I'm a very determined individual. I noticed. I noticed. I like that about you. As you are talking to her, you can feel your, like, senses flare. You can feel your heart start to beat faster, and, like, you feel hot. Not in, like, a, like a, uh, like a stressed or sick way, but, like, the emotion you are feeling when you talk about things is intensified. And she says, I mean, what would a determined person do if it meant getting where you want to go? Uh, I think Quincy's going to do, like, uh, a reach behind her ear and, like, snap. And then, like, magician, like, busking-style pull the orb out. As if, like, they they pulled it from behind her ear. And then kind of flick it up on top of their hand and roll it down the length of their arm to their shoulder. And then drop it into their hands. That's a good place to start. And then I'm going to close my hands around it. 
I'm loving the flair, but uh, I would like a little bit more certainty. Well, that's... Would you sign something? If you're going to be in it with me, I need to know you're going to be in it with me. So the orb and then what? A little bit. I don't know. But consider me ambitious. Quincy, I want what you want. I want for things to change. I want for things to get better, to be different. And I just want you to help. That's all. It'd be good to have someone on this side. You can get me back home? I can't be certain that it's exactly the home that you left. But we can be certain that that little unfair thing that happened to you won't happen again. It is really unfair that you had to leave. It's unfair that others had to leave and to be dropped out of our wonderful, wonderful home. It should be different, right? Uh, I hand it over. You hand it over. She smiles. It cracks a little bit in her hand. Like, whoa, really quickly you learn that she has an incredibly strong grip. She puts it in her glove box. Thank you. I'm going to let you go. But, uh, the next time I see you, I think I'm going to have some big things for you, Quincy. Is that okay? Like I said, I'm a very determined individual. Good. You're ambitious. I like it. I like you ambitious. Be ambitious and stay ambitious. And you'll go far. And we'll go far together. And she motions for you to get out, and the side door, that the side that you're on, opens. She doesn't touch it. Have we heard any of this on the phone outside? Yeah, you got past her with a stealth check. So. I think Dale has his gun out. I assume you're in your van, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as you, uh, Quincy, leave, unless you don't. Yeah, I get out. She hits reverse and starts to drive off. And our, our camera pans to her side view mirror as the windows obviously turn back to clear. And suddenly we see wrapping on the side of the now open window. Uh, gloved hands that change color constantly like stained glass